Welcome to the Strong Men, Strong Marriages podcast. Here we are on a mission to get strong, get attractive, and get the marriage of our dreams. I'm your host, Mike Frazier. Let's do this. All right, men, welcome to our very first Friday Q&A of Strong Men, Strong Marriages. This is uh, your chance to ask your questions uh, the way you've been our email list. So visit strongmen.io, join our email list there, and that will allow you to uh, email back questions uh, that you'd like answered. So today we got some questions about in-home separation, how to manage that, and when divorce is filed, how do you manage that? So uh, my name is Mike Frazier, MD. I'm a psychiatrist and marriage coach, and I help high-achieving Christian men have more intimate marriages. So let's jump into the questions. So this gentleman shares, my wife asked for an in-home separation close to three months ago now. We've had varying levels of contact, intimacy, etc. How would you navigate this if you were hoping to reconcile? We talk, laugh, have fun together, take trips with the kids, and occasionally have sex, but she steers the conversation away from our relationship. Should I just go at her pace and let her bring up reconciliation? So great question. Appreciate the uh, uh, coming in with this. And look, you know, in-home separations vary, right? They're the way that they go. Um, what you guys are doing together, it varies. And sometimes people are having sex sometimes during these separations, which can be pretty confusing to, uh, to a guy in particular. <laughs> but, um, uh, so here's my answer to, to that question. So number one is what exactly do you mean by reconciliation? Because it seems like from what this gentleman shares, <clears throat> they're doing a lot of things that a lot of people would consider a reconciled relationship, having fun, talking, laughing, going on trips, having sex. Like what else do you, what else do you really want? Um, and not to say that in a way of just like, Hey, be happy and deal with it. But just to really identify clearly what you mean by reconciliation. Um, does that mean moving back into the same bed? Is that mainly what you're talking about here? Or is it something else? Like really get clear on what you mean by reconciliation. Like what would look different than how it looks now? Or is it just that you want her to share a little bit more about herself with you and you want to share more about yourself with her? Like, what is it? What would look different? Be specific. Because if you're just like, oh, let's talk about reconciliation. Let's talk about the relationship. Nobody wants to do that. (laughs) Like it's too vague. Um, People don't, they don't understand what that means. Um, I'm not, I'm not happy in my relationship. Okay. Nobody wants to hear that because there's nothing specific. Okay. Relationship, nothing specific. Most people don't want to get involved with that kind of conversation. So get specific with what you're asking for. So, and then just ask for that with a specific reason why. So let's say that, you know, this gentleman, what, what he wants to do is to start sleeping in the same bed. So a good way to ask for this would be to say something like, you know, I'd like to start sleeping in the same room again or same bed again, because I think that would help us feel more connected. Or I think that would be a good example to the kids. Or, you know, it it would help me feel like we're uh, moving in a good direction, whatever the reason is. And there's research on this, that if you just ask for something and just say, uh, because with it, you're much more likely to get a yes. It's just something about how we're wired. But then the other thing you need to do is manage your emotions around her response. So she might say, I'm not ready for that. Or she might say, uh, yeah, I don't think that's a good idea. Or, you know, can we talk about this another time or whatever? So when that happens, 
yeah, you want to have some other responses ready. And that's something we would work on in the program, right? Is kind of map out these conversations, but you can try to do that some on your own, right? Kind of say, okay, what would she probably say? What would I probably say? And just really like write it out, script it out and uh, make a plan, right? Be ready for these conversations. But again, be ready, manage your own emotions. So if she says no, you know, take some breaths, learn how to manage your emotions. Again, like you need some skills to do this. And that's the kind of things we teach in the program. But um, yeah, that's the basic approach. So question two, uh, I love my wife and greatly enjoy having sex with her, of course. Uh, should I be the one to take sex off the table without reconciliation conversations? That would be a first for me. And I feel like it would be manipulative to do so, but I'm worried that providing sex gives her comfort, which is not a bad thing without long-term resolution. So kind of the same thing here, you know, there's not a clear resolution mean, like, what are you actually trying to accomplish by taking sex off the table, getting clear on what you actually want. Right. But the other thing too is, so this gentleman's asking about, okay, should I take this certain action? Should I take sex off the table? So what you want to do is really look at your reasons for doing this. Okay. So, and do you like those reasons? So the way this gentleman shared it, you know, probably it's not a good idea because he already thinks it's manipulative. (laughs) You You know, this seems manipulative, but I might do it anyway so that she'll talk about reconciliation. So is that really who you want to be? Is that the kind of example you want to set? You know, it sounds like it's not. And so, yeah, you probably don't really want to do this. So, could you do the same action and be proud of those of your reasons? It's possible. Yeah. Could you say, Hey, listen, like for me, really it's in integrity to say, Hey, we really need to have this discussion or whatever. But again, you got to be more specific than say, Oh, we have to move towards reconciliation too vague. Nobody knows what that means. You got to be very specific. So yeah, if you're like, Hey, you know, if you won't do this, then yeah, I don't feel right about having sex because I want sex to be something that's really about, you know, a deep connection between us. And I feel like you're not really willing to offer that. So yeah, that maybe you could feel proud of that reason. Okay. Instead of like, no, I want you to do this. And so I'm not going to give you what you want. So you'll give me until you give me what I want. You know, that's more of a manipulative, uh, immature kind of response. And then again, you got to be clear, man. What do you mean by reconciliation? So that will help you make requests and then work towards a win-win with your wife. So she might be like, yeah, I'm not quite ready to sleep in the same bed, but maybe we could sleep in the same room or maybe we could do it a few days a week or whatever, right? You work towards a win-win together. Okay. So be specific, make requests, like your reasons would be kind of my summary of those two questions. All right. Question three, my wife and I have been married for 14 years. The last few years we've pushed each other away. Okay. That does happen. We've been separated for two months, live separately, but see each other frequently to co-parent our children. She filed for divorce. I have been steadily improving myself. She shows no interest or signs of wanting to reconcile. How and when should I try begin to try to reignite our very old flame and hopefully save our marriage? Okay. So this gentleman's like pretty far down the line, right? As far as where, uh, when a marriage ends, you know, divorce filed, that's about it. You know, the next step is finalizing that divorce. So the last question he has, how and when should I start? So if, if you want things to get better, you should start now, right? And no matter where you are in your marriage, if you want things better, start now. You know, there's no reason to wait. Um, but really the big thing, especially if you're in this case where you're really close to the end of marriage, but really this is true no matter where you are in your marriage. If it's just, hey, like the intimacy is not where I want it, 
or you're recovering from infidelity or whatever, the goal needs to change from winning her back, which is pretty much always people's goal when they start the program, which is fine. But what we work on with them is really switching that from, okay, how do I get her back? How do I get her back to, hey, she might come back, she might not. How do I just be a great choice? Or how do I make myself hard to divorce? So this just came to me another the other day uh, talking with another gentleman, and I think it's a good way to think about it. Like you can make divorce hard on your wife in in two ways. One way is just kind of be a jerk about it, and she files for divorce, you won't cooperate, or you just try to make her life really difficult. You make it just like logistically hard for her to divorce you. Okay, what that does is just kind of confirms her decision of yeah, this guy's a jerk. I don't want to be married to him. The other way you can go about it is to say, okay, yeah, she's filing for divorce. Let me really own the ways that I've been difficult to live with to the point that she'd want to divorce me and change those so that I'm someone that she would actually want to be with, someone that's attractive. Okay. She might still not choose me, but either way I win because I'm a stronger, more attractive man, right? I'm going to be a better example than my kids either way. Now, the paradox is when you shift the goal to that, you become way more attractive and you make it way more likely that she's going to end the divorce, come back, all of that, right? Again, this is the paradox because we're used to, especially as high achieving men, setting a goal and and going after, I want my wife back. Let me focus on that. Get my wife, get, get, get my wife back, get my wife back. It just does not work. It pushes her away more. What you have to shift to is, okay, I'm not going to worry about that anymore. I'm just going to worry about being a great choice, being a good, attractive man, managing my emotions well, communicating with her well. Okay. When you do that, you make it much more likely that she's going to choose you. And you can't, you can't force another person to do anything. We, we're talking in terms of what's likely and what's not. We know for sure, if you are focused on win her back, win her back, that will not work. I guarantee it will not work. What will give you the best chance? Okay. Let's say that's a 0% chance. Okay. If you focus on being the best version of you, you know, that bumps up to 80%, 90%, right? It's not going to work every time, but it gives you the best shot of getting her back. And even if she doesn't come back, right, you're a great choice for someone else down the line. You're a great example to your kids, all of that, okay? The thing this does for you is it just gives you a lot of peace because when you're trying to win her back, you, you do not have any internal peace because you're always trying to answer that question of how do I get her back, which is not answerable. So you spin in anxiety, you become manipulative and just nothing gets done versus, Hey, how can I be a better choice? How can I be a more Christ-like man? Okay. That goal, you can always answer that. You know, how can I manage my emotions better? How can I learn how to manage my thoughts better? How can I improve my own self-worth? Right. Those all have answers. And if you work on those, again, that's the paradox, but it makes you more attractive and more likely that she will choose you. Okay. So be a good, strong man, get skilled at communication, get skilled at fun and flirting, right? And then let her choose you or not. Okay. You can't force that decision. And look, the other thing guys will do is they'll try to like guilt their wife. Oh, that's going to destroy the kids. That's going to destroy our family. That's not biblical. You know, all of that just makes her be like, man, you know, it's not attractive. Having someone guilt trip you is just not attractive. So Look, if she doesn't choose you, of course that's sad. Of course that's hard, but you'll be a great example to your kids and you'll be set up for a great future romantic relationship, whether that's with your current wife, with a future wife, or sometimes guys do get divorced and remarried to the same woman. That's possible. Um, So again, the goal is the same. Become a stronger, more attractive man. 
Okay, and that gives you the best chance. But the other thing this is, uh, to, to you guys listening, this is a word of warning, right? Like this guy waited too long <laughs> to, to kind of reach out and ask for some help, right? Um, is there still hope? Is there still a chance? 100%, right? Would it have been a million times better if he came in in the quote-unquote years when they were pushing each other apart? Definitely, Okay. The earlier you come in, the better. So marriages fall apart in kind of a similar sequence. So first you lose safety and security. So that's by breaking promises. That's by the mosquito cycle, manipulation. That's by you not managing your emotions well. That's by, you know, we talked about pornography the past couple of days. So all of that erodes trust. So when that happens, your wife starts feeling unsafe. Um, you know, again, like you not keeping your word, you not prioritizing her, you not controlling your emotions, all of that makes her feel unsafe. You not listening to her, unsafe. So next you get loss of mental and emotional connection because communication starts to drop, starts becoming more superficial. She doesn't really feel like sharing stuff with you if you're not safe or you're going to flip out. So communication starts to drop. Typically after that, sexual connection drops. So now you're in this kind of like roommate phase or checked out phase or infidelity will sometimes happen here. And then next is separation and next is divorce. So this gentleman has, has come in at the very end of this sequence, right? Where divorce has been filed. So is there, like I said, is he completely at home? No, but would it have been way better if he came in just when he started noticing hmm, like our mental, emotional connections off or our sexual connections a little bit off, you know, I want that to be better. Yeah, it would have been way better if he came in before that, or even like right at the beginning of the separation, that would have been better. Okay. So the earlier you come in on this path, the easier it is to create the strong, connected, intimate marriage that you want. Okay. Talk a lot here about bad, like seeds and harvests. So like you've put down bad seeds for a long time and you're getting a bad harvest right now, but like, it's better to come in like when you see that first bad fruit you know, and say, oh, like our sexual connection's off. Hmm, that's a bad fruit. Let me see what I can do to fix that. Instead of like, oh, there's a bad fruit of sexual connection. That's oh, all right. Oh, there's a bad fruit of separation. Oh, I guess whatever. Oh, there's a bad fruit of someone filed for divorce. Like now that harvest is like you reaped that harvest. Okay. Much better to come in earlier. Okay. Start putting good seeds down earlier so you can reap a good harvest later. And look, again, even if this gentleman's marriage does end, if he will commit to becoming that good, strong, attractive man, good things will happen hundred percent. You know, he'll have a great relationship with his either ex-wife or if they can keep it together with his wife. Right. Um, or, you know, either way, he's going to have a great relationship with his kids. If he builds these strengths and skills. Okay. And set the example for generations to follow. All right. So what skills do you need? Okay. We, we cover this pretty much every episode, but you need self-worth, self-confidence, and self-esteem. You know, that helps you feel good about who you are. You need mental strength to manage your, your thoughts well. You need emotional strength to manage your emotions well. You need sexual strength to uh, use that in a good way. We kind of talked about each of these today. Uh, you need communication skills, okay, to be able to express what you want uh, from your wife, to be able to listen to her well, to get to win-win agreements. You need intimacy skills to be able to have fun and flirt and, you know, bring sex in a way that's positive. So, yeah. Learn all of this in Strong Men, Strong Marriages. Come join us. We'd love to have you. We'll teach you this. You're going to do work every day to build these skills and get our coaching to help you do it. So visit strongmen.io and apply to join today. 
Or if you're not quite ready to, to apply to join the program, join our email list. You'll get a, a free training in there and, um, you know, go from there. And then, yeah, come apply because learning these skills, man, there's nothing better you could do for yourself or your family. And it does take work and it does take um, repetitions of these skills to build them, to build your mental, emotional strength. So we give you those exercises. We hold you accountable to do them. Just like if you're building your physical strength, right? You have a workout program you do every day. When you're building your spiritual, mental, emotional, and sexual strength, we give you exercise to every day and you work on them. All right. So come join us, strongman.io. Stay strong, men. We'll see you next episode. And if you do have questions, join our email list. You know, just reply to the email, ask your questions, and we'll do them in our this these Friday Q&As. All right. Stay strong, men. See you next episode. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please leave a review on iTunes and share the episode with a friend so we can help create stronger men and stronger marriages across the world. And if you're ready to take your strength training and your marriage to the next level, visit strongmenstrongmarriages.com to learn how. I'll see you there.